How would you like to cut 25 hours or more off the work from your accounts payable staff? Time they spend doing tasks inefficiently or tasks that add absolutely no value. Well, what if I told you it was possible? If you followed a few of the cost-saving suggestions I'm about to suggest, you could streamline your entire accounts payable function. This can be done without a ton of effort or specialized expertise. That's right. I'm not talking about automation. I'm talking about basic process change. Make sure you stick around until the end when we share one very simple tactic that will not only streamline your accounts payable processes, but will also help prevent future problems. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, the place where we focus on best and emerging practices if you work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts payable function. Now, let's take a look at a few tactics that everyone listening and watching can implement in their own shop if they want to make the dream of streamlining their accounts payable function a reality. First, review the oddball bits of work that are being done in your accounts payable department that really have nothing to do with accounts payable. Is it possible that other departments have dumped some of their non-value-add tasks on AP? And then when you ask, why is everybody doing this? Why are we doing this? They simply shrug their shoulders and say, I don't know. We always did it. I had a boss that I used to uh, work for, and he thought he was earning a lot of goodwill um, that would be returned to him by taking on work that other departments didn't want to do. And of course, the goodwill wasn't returned. Um, he also thought that the more work and the more people he had reporting to him, uh, the more likely, the higher he would rise in the organization, which, as you know, that doesn't work either. At the end of the day, no one respected him. And it became known that if you had something that was even vaguely related to what you, you did, you could foist it off on us because he would take it. So we ended up with everybody else's problems, the stuff that inevitably went wrong. And when it did, it brought negative attention. Um, and this happened all the time. So look at all the different tasks that are being done in your AP department. And do some of them really not belong there? I'm willing to bet that at least some of you, the answer to that will be yes. Next, take a look at the tasks that if you continue to do them, and the emphasis here is if, they will continue to sap your human resources that can be better used elsewhere. Let me give you a few examples of what I'm talking about. And if you've heard me talk before, you know that um, mostly the things that I'm going to say are considered not best practices at best case. So what am I talking about? The petty cash box. Do you have one? Look into ways to get rid of it. Do you routinely return checks to requisitioners? That takes a lot of extra work. It's a poor internal control. And you might want to look for ways to end those practices. Do you issue more than an occasional rush payment? Okay, rush payments typically are a sign that something went wrong somewhere along the way. And while you're going to have to issue a few of them, because let's face it, we live in the real world and none of us are perfect, you want to get that number down to as low as possible. Do you let your employees use personal cards for travel because they want the points and you want to be a nice guy, even though they create a lot of extra work for accounts payable? Are you doing any special jobs for senior executives because, well, it would be nice to do it for them? You get the idea. Once you've identified these tasks, aggressively work to eliminate them. 
And speaking of inefficient tasks, it's now time to talk about paper checks. I like to call them the king of inefficiency or time wasting in accounts payable. You want to work to radically reduce the number of paper checks by converting those payments that are currently being made by paper check to either ACH or P cards. Okay. Um, now, I could rail on for hours about the inefficiency of paper checks, but I won't. Um, I'm going to include a link in the description that talks about the true cost of paper checks. They're not as uh, cheap as you realize. And I'm just curious um, of all you listening, are you working to reduce the number of paper checks in your organization? If you're willing to share, just write yes or no in the comment section below. And speaking of paper, it's not just text. AP is a magnet for paper. We've got to put an end to that. It's not good for the environment and it's not good for your accounts payable efficiencies. For starters, encourage suppliers to send invoices by email rather than putting them in the post. This eliminates the tedious work of opening the mail, sorting it, scanning. Okay, but when you do this and when you encourage your, your suppliers to email, make it clear to them that you only want them to send one copy. They shouldn't be sending multiple copies, sending a copy to everyone they know in the organization because that just creates more work. So you want to eliminate the paper copy, but at the same time, have them send only one copy. And, you know, a lot of them are just itching to send multiple copies. I think a few of them want to want us to pay twice, but whatever. Okay. Next, while you're on your mission to cut cost, here's one that'll cost a few bucks to get you started. And I mean only a few, but ultimately it will save big time as it makes your processes and your other staff more efficient. Make sure that every single person on your team has two screens on, on their computer. And if they work remotely, even occasionally, you want to make sure that they have two screens both at home and in, their, uh, in the office. Okay, they are much more productive with two screens and it goes a long way to helping eliminate paper and improves uh, productivity. Now, at the beginning of COVID, we did a lot of surveys asking people, you know, this, that and the other thing. And one of the things we asked is, what do you miss the most? And it was kind of interesting, the answers that we got. Other than saying they miss their coworkers and their staff, um, the item that most people mentioned, and it wasn't a checklist, they you know wrote it in and said they missed the two screens on their computer. It was the thing they missed the most, and it made them more productive. So you know, a win-win for everybody. Okay, now I want to move on and I want to talk about vendor credits. They happen all the all the time. Only many organizations don't realize it, and when they don't realize it, they don't collect that money and they don't get that money that's owed to them. Now, it may seem at first glance that requesting vendor statements is just added work for the accounts payable staff, but it is necessary if you want to collect all that money that suppliers owe you, because when it comes to credits, some forget to tell their customers about them. A few of them actually hide it, go out of their way to hide it. And in many other cases, the credit memos just get lost in the shuffle and then you don't get the, the funds that are owed the company. Don't let this happen on your watch. You want to conduct regular statement audits. And then when you identify vendor credits, you want to collect those funds that are owed your organization. And if you want to take that process one step further, when you identify the credit, and of course you collect it, then go and investigate why did we get this credit? What happened that this credit was generated? Uh, can we go back and change our processes so that 
credits of this nature are not generated in the future. And then hopefully you can adjust your processes so you get fewer fewer credits. Because after all, that's money you paid out and you had to wait to get it back and it took some effort. So we want to uh, streamline that as much as possible. Now you're going to get credits from time to time. There's just no two ways about it, but you want to minimize that. Okay. And then you want to understand, and I'm sure you all do, at least in a theoretical sense, that no one is perfect. And from time to time, there will be mistakes in your accounts payable function. It's just the reality of the business world we operate in. And, you know, it's the reality of the world, period. We always, you know, everybody makes mistakes occasionally, hopefully not too often, but occasionally they'll happen. Once that happens and you've corrected the error, which of course you're going to do, take a little bit of time, investigate what happened, and then adjust your processes so that it doesn't happen again if, if that's appropriate for the particular error. Now, we recently did an error on, uh, we recently did an error, we recently did a video on how not to make mistakes in accounts payable, which you can watch right now using a link that will appear momentarily on your screen, on YouTube, and is in the description below. As always, we appreciate your thumbs up, your subscribes, your comments, and your shares.